Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the mindset episode where we are talking about some of the tips or tools or strategies that I have used and other speakers have used to help us through difficult times. And today I am going to share what I learned from really diving into my own story. I was part of the 365 Days of Clarity Challenge with Samantha Chris, where this last month for the month of April, I shared everything that I have learned that I, and there's still obviously more, but everything that I have learned or that I could share or put into words or put into messages, videos, posts, all about radical responsibility. And what I did was I dove into the beginning of the month describing what I felt that it was. And radical responsibility is to me is taking full responsibility for ourselves. And then I dove a little bit deeper as to the reasons why we don't take radical responsibility. And it is usually because we are wrapped up in shame stories that we don't want to deal with. Um, we don't want to face, we, we want to avoid, we want to hide. And that is shame, courage, or, or shame, guilt, blame, all of those feelings that keep us stuck that we continue to feed because we stay stuck in a story. And when we choose to hold on to all of those feelings, when you think of them like a big boulder that's holding us down into our one spot. And we, we are stuck with a lot of blame at that point, pointing fingers, seeing that we feel helpless, we feel victimized, we are a victim, yet we are keeping ourselves as a victim. And that's where we finally have to start to realize, wait, do I want to continue to feel this way or do I want to feel something different? And then from there, it went into all of the things that we can do to take responsibility. So what can we do? What is ownership? What does that look like? How do we, you know, um, learn how to stand on our story? All of those things. And from listening to some of the answers and the messages and the DMs that I was getting, I knew that I was hitting a bit of a trigger point for some people because we are in the middle, still are, in the middle of a pandemic. We are in social isolation, and I like to say physical isolation, but we are in isolation. Some of us, our lives have completely changed. Work has changed. Uh, what we do for work has changed, or we've lost our job completely. And so there's been this underlying feeling of, but I don't have any control. So now you're taking me to, telling me to take responsibility when I have no control over what's happening to me. And my answer is yes, exactly. At this point, 
when we are being faced with the fact that we don't have any control is the absolute perfect time to understand what radical responsibility is because it's a time where we can take full responsibility for ourselves. This time is a gift. It really is a gift in a sense to allow us to see what is or isn't working in our lives. And sometimes that is hard to address. We don't want to. We don't want to really stop and think about it. It's easier to just keep shoving more and more down into our backpack, like I like to call it, to keep us stuck and stop us from feeling what we don't want to feel or we're trying to avoid. So from a number of the questions and messages that I received, I felt that it was good to take you on a seven-day journey of what how I learned radical responsibility. I'm not saying this is the only way. I'm not saying this is the perfect way. This is what worked for me and it literally transformed my life. So I went through a series to try and summarize it into seven days. The posts were very long and for any of you who know me, so I can be a little bit of a writer and I do like that part of sharing that part of the story. So the posts are a little bit long, but they are marked from days one to seven, and they're the lessons that I learned. So I thought I would recap them here for you to give you a sense of feeling and maybe take you on a bit of a journey so you can actually see um, how I came to these points and what they meant to me. So first off, radical responsibility started in a space where I was in a very, very dark spot. I was in a dark space where what you see from me now of being a very positive, direct person, that's not where I was. I was in this really helpless, victimized state where I was trying to fix, manage, change, control everyone around me. And obviously it wasn't working. And on top of that, I was losing myself. So I was losing my health. I had no, I was not doing anything for fitness, which is my entire livelihood and background. So it's, that tells you how far it got to. Um, I gained a lot of weight. That's not important. It's just the fact that I just had lost myself. I lost all my own purpose. I wasn't doing anything for my own self-care. I was in just a really crazy dark spot. If I look back, I almost just don't recognize that person. And it was a super dark space. And I remember a time the, that where we were, we were in a space where we had almost lost both of the boys in a matter of days apart. And I remember being on the floor, literally crying, screaming, stop, stop this. This just has to stop. And I heard a voice tell me it's time to stop. And I remember hearing it and it was very vivid. And I was like, stop what? Like, stop what? How can I stop? Because none of this is working. We have to come to a point in our life where we realize that what we are doing is not working. It, we have to accept that. We cannot continue to blame everyone else for where our life is at if we are not taking any responsibility. And for myself, I blamed everyone for where my life was at, but I was doing nothing to help myself, like nothing, absolutely nothing. It's like I was expecting somebody to swoop in and just like wave a wand and fix it all, which is ridiculous. But when you're in that dark of a space, that's sometimes what happens with us when we think. So to me, that stop what you're doing was the first light that came into a very dark time. And that led to the second lesson. We cannot start something new until we stop doing what we know isn't working. So we cannot start something new until we stop doing what we know is not working. 
we have to accept, acknowledge, recognize that what we are doing is not working. And that means that's the beginning start signs of ownership is saying and knowing that I'm trying, but my way isn't working and I need to create, do something else in order to create this change. So when we have to face that and recognize what is not working, we have to call out what we are stopping. And when we do that, it becomes really clear of what we have to maybe just let go of, like stop hearing or stop doing what we know isn't working. So in order for us to do that, it really comes down to like managing what can we control. And it's always us. I mean, it's always us. It's kind of like, this is like the preview for the end of the book. It's always us. But we end up in this space where we are really trying to find another way and there is no other way. So when we stop doing what isn't working, I really encourage you to take a look at, you know, even draw on a piece of paper, like write down, stop. Like, what are all the things that you know you need to stop? Like maybe it's the, maybe it is the things that you're using to numb. Maybe it's the things that you're using to avoid. Maybe it's your social media, your phone, whatever that is, the things that you're avoiding, the things that you're blaming, that has to stop in order for good things to come in. So that was my second realization. And third was that I, I remember the day being at a counselor's office and they had made a comment to the fact that how were we still together considering that both we had been dealing with this with both of our kids. And it was almost this light bulb moment where I realized that maybe our story had a bigger purpose. Like maybe there was actually a bigger purpose to our story. And I thought maybe we're supposed to do something with that. And I remember hearing it super clear and I'm thinking, okay, but how in the world do what, like, what am I going to do with this? I don't want anyone to know. How can I possibly do something with this story? And I kept thinking, I can't share this story and be respectful to my kids. That's not, that's not the right thing to do. And then I realized that it wasn't their story that I was supposed to share, that it was my story that I was supposed to share. And that required me to get vulnerable with myself and what, was, what I was doing in order to create the situation that I was being surrounded by. It was my story that I had to share. So years ago, that started with just little parent talks in our high school. And it started with my name being passed from the school counselors to other parents and speaking to other parents on the phone. And that led to eventually being interviewed on CBC radio, which I remember at the time thinking nobody watches, nobody listens to CBC radio at seven on Friday mornings, but apparently a lot of people do because that's how a lot of my clients and my friends that didn't necessarily know what was going on, but they had an idea something was, that's how they found out. And so it was a very much an unveiling all at once that everybody knew what was happening. So then it was like, okay, well, let's just let this go because now it's everybody knows. The judgment piece was gone like instantly, like a snap of a finger. It felt incredible because it was like, oh, well, I guess it's done now. Everybody knows. So knowing, knowing that our story had a bigger purpose to it, it just put more light into my life. It allowed me to think of possibilities, to be open 
instead of closed. I was a victim for so long. So that's very closed minded thinking. And this was all of a sudden light and open minded thinking. And by seeing that in the possibilities, it really opened up my eyes as to what was possible. Number four, I love this. This came to me when I was doing some writing and this really hit home. We all have experiences. We all have things in our life that are not going, that don't go great, that don't go the way we want. We all have those experiences because life happens to all of us. What we do, how we perceive that, what stories we tell ourselves about those experiences, that's our choice. That's what we create. And we all know we can have, I've seen it firsthand. I have seen um, people be stuck in grief in a sense of like, this is what happened to me. And then I've seen that as the same scenario where someone is saying, this is a beautiful experience. There's different ways that in our perception is really, really powerful. So what stories we are telling ourselves is literally the lens with which we are seeing our lives. That is where, how we see everything is through those lenses. So for years, I told myself I was a failure as a parent, as a, as a wife, as a, I mean, as a person, I just literally felt like everything I did was a lie in my life. So I had this picture, this like measuring stick of what I compared my life to everyone else's. And based on the standards that I set on it, it was, I was never measuring up. So it was, I mean, I was an absolute failure everywhere. That's how my brain worked. So when I understood that I was learning how to extract the lessons from my story and call them what they are, just stories, it's just stories, right? I, was, I mean, we can all learn to rewrite our stories. All of us can. So when I could extract those stories, then I was able to really start to learn that it's just a story, and I can write a new one. And these lessons have made me who I am. And I have to appreciate who I am now because life has shaped me a different way. And that's okay. I mean, would I like to have learned the lessons an easier way? A thousand percent yes, who wouldn't? But I didn't. And that's okay. So I started to put the concept together of learning to stand on our stories as opposed to in our stories. And that really resonates for a lot of people. That is something that I go back to on a regular basis. So on in our stories is when we are replaying all the scenarios over and over again, trying to get a different outcome to happen, yet it can't and it's impossible because it's a past experience. Learning how to stand on our stories is creating that platform of the lessons that we learned and that have shaped us into who we are today. That gives us our personal power back. That is putting the power into us and not the stories. It's super, super powerful. Just that little switch makes such a big difference in my language and in my languaging. And it helped me during that time. From that, I started to really, again, put into place, what are my choices? Owning my choices. Those are my choices. I own those choices. And from there, birthed the name of my podcast, Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. So, it really was a case of like taking ownership and understanding and embracing ownership of what that could be in our lives. And that allowed me to rewrite the story to the experience that I had. The experience didn't change, but the story that I talked about regarding it did change. So the experience doesn't change. It always stays the same, right? Because it's past. We can't change that. But the story that I tell myself 
makes all the difference in the world. Number five, starting to put the puzzle pieces together is that is really, really that ownership piece, like really starting to understand like and taking radical ownership for what is mine to control and mine to own. And what can I do with that? And it's just such a powerful thing to learn that my choice standing on my story versus standing in my story. When I did that, I really learned how to let go of shame, blame, guilt, judgment of others, all of those horrible emotions. I did them in phases, right? I did them in phases. I started to do it in the beginning as I was sharing my story. And then all of a sudden my ideas were starting to come together into a book, which was another whole level of vulnerability that I had to embrace. But when I had to embody the lessons and start to put these lessons together and embody them as to living my life by them. Like I don't just speak them. I live my life by them. That's a whole new level that I had to take that to. That is when radical responsibility started to become even more clear, right? Not everybody understood why I felt a need to write a book and not everybody agreed with me. It was very much a case where I did this and I followed through on this because I knew in my gut and in my heart, it was what I needed to do. I felt like I was being called to do it. There was a reason I was sharing it. And in the early stages, I told my publisher and anyone close to me, my purpose for this book was to give hope and lessons to people who had never walked a day in my life. That's what I wanted. I wanted them to be able to take them, take those lessons and apply them to their own life for it to make sense. And so that was the goal. So ironically, and I, I love this, I don't say this to brag, I just think it's just really, really cool is the fact that I still get paid monthly by Kindle for purchases for my book. Some months it's more, some months it's less. It's not about the money. It's the fact that it's still out there and it's still hitting nerves somewhere. It's hitting people who need to read it somewhere. And to this date, who knows why, I still get a monthly payment from Kindle for my book purchases in Japan every single month. I'm 30 months now. I don't know why it becomes a bit of a, a smile chuckle in my house when I'm like, Oh, there's the Kindle. And my husband will say Japan. I'm like, Japan, I, who knows, but that's where I think that's a really powerful story in the sense that our stories will go further than you could ever, 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 ever imagine like ever. I just got an inbox message from somebody that I'd never met and, and her message is beautiful, brought tears to my eyes. It will bring people into our life who we are meant to impact, serve and support. And the thing is, is none of that happens without vulnerability. None of it, like none of it, none of it happens. So is vulnerability important when it comes to taking radical responsibility in our life? Um, again, a thousand percent. Yes. Vulnerability allows us to have the people come into our lives that we are meant to have in our lives. That's where we connect with them. That's where we honestly, it opens up those doors of what is possible. That takes me to number six. Number six is gifts. It's all about gifts. This is such a key one to me because I believe radical responsibility is the path to uncovering our gifts. When we strip away the things that we are not responsible for, we can very clearly see the things that are ours that we can control and change. So our gifts are what bring us joy and they will in turn help us to impact others. That to me is fulfillment. 
fulfillment is not, our gifts are not about us. They are about the difference that we can be for others. So radical responsibility is stripping all that away, right? Getting right down to the heart of it. When we stop carrying the things that are not ours to carry, what happens is we actually see what is ours to control. And a lot of times that strips away the things and we can start to see what brings us joy. What do I care about? Like, what do I not care about? I'm putting all this energy and time into things that I think I care about. I could care less. So that's not it. And we want to look that really clearly in the eye and start to see that what are our gifts? What is my gifts? And I knew that I could share a message that could reach people, that could go further. I knew that I had a gift in teaching people how to move past their stories. And then I knew that I had a gift and love working with people to help them to build businesses out of their platforms. What a better way to increase that ripple effect and impact so many other people to help people move past their stories and build businesses that now impact other people. So the ripple effect is going so much further. Our gifts are what bring us joy, what light us up, what help us to make a difference in the world. Our gifts are not about us. I cannot use your gifts. You cannot use mine. Our gifts are used to impact others. To not use them is a waste. It's an absolute waste. And that is not what we are here to do. So our fulfillment and understanding that fulfillment is truly being and standing and embodying the gifts that we have and the difference that they can make for others. That is the path to freedom. That to me is the path to freedom. That is radical responsibility has brought me through this to the path of freedom of really owning only what is mine to own. It, that just that alone it's freedom. Most of us are chasing some kind of freedom feeling that we want. And when we stop carrying everything that's not ours, it's literally, it's right there. Number seven, I love this one because I use a quote from Glennon Doyle to explain it because I just finished her book, Untamed. Fantastic book. The braver I am, the luckier I am. The braver I am, the luckier I am by Glennon Doyle. I love this one because... <laughs> I really want to spell this out. I am no different than you. You are no different than me. We are all, we honestly, we all are capable of things wildly beyond what we believe, all of us. So when you see something that someone is doing and you think, God, I wish I could do that, you can. And when you see I would, like something, somebody doing something you've always dreamed of doing, don't stand and berate that person and think that's not fair because I don't have that. That's just a lie you're telling yourself to make yourself feel better. It really is. Instead, celebrate the heck out of her because you can combine, lock arms, learn, just listen from her how she did it. What she did, you can do in your own life too. You absolutely can. So that is where I started to learn about bravery and courage. Being brave brought incredible people into my life. Being brave was the path to freedom. Being brave was honestly the, the early steps for me creating all the change that I created in my life. Being brave, it's hard to keep saying being brave, but so hard to stay with me. Being brave, honestly, helped me find my courage, helped me let go of guilt, helped me let go of shame, helped me let go of all of those things 
a judgment that was keeping me stuck. Yes, it was brave. But here's my nutshell for you. Being brave, you, you, we become brave by being brave. We become, courage, we become courageous by doing something courageous. We become kind by doing something kind. We be that change that we want to see in the world. You hear me say this all the time. We become brave by practicing bravery in our own lives. That increases our belief in ourselves. Embrace it, own it, be proud of it, and it literally might change your life and your luck. So a lot of people say, well, you're so lucky. You have all these people around you. You're so lucky you have this. And I'm like, honestly, I'm just going to call big fat BS on all of that because I wasn't lucky. I created it. Years ago, I didn't have any of this. I didn't have, I didn't, I mean, my whole, my whole world was being turned upside down. I completely reinvented my entire friendships. I reinvented opportunities, people, work, speaking engagements, book, podcasts. All of those things were created literally because I chose to be brave. So it didn't come easy. It was a choice and I created it. So I really believe that when we do this, though, when we say yes to these opportunities, when we say yes to bravery, it opens up doors to show us what is possible. And that is when more possibilities happen. That is when people are there. They've literally been waiting for you to show up anyways. They're just there waiting. So that is when we get lucky. We get lucky with incredible things. I don't like to call it luck, but I want to say that if you are standing still waiting to get lucky, you're gonna be waiting a long time. If you want to find your way to creating luck and opportunities in your life, You've got to show up and be seen. You have to be brave with your own life if you want to create that kind of change in your life. It's the only way. There is no other way. You have to be brave with your life. And you, then you will learn how to become more brave. Oh, I could go on bravery for a long time. <laughs> that one just gets me so passionate. What does this all mean? These lessons in radical responsibility, honestly, they've shown me the light. They've shown me the way. They've shown me an easier way to live. They've shown me where the joy is again. They've shown me where the freedom is. They have shown me a completely different way of life, which I think that this is where, well, I know this is where I was supposed to be all along. The lessons are all wrapped in together and they are something that, I continue to live on a daily basis. I mean, my life isn't, I've changed and my life has changed in some aspects, but there's still challenges. There's still massive challenges. There's huge challenges, but perspective and how I choose to take it on is what changes everything. The lessons are there. I've learned them because I'm meant to teach them. I've learned them because I continually live them and they're in my face all the time. I could teach boundaries, honestly, like to anyone because I've lived them over and over. The lessons that we live are pointing us in the direction of what we are here to do with our lives. That's my own personal opinion. I believe our stories are pointing us in this direction. Our stories are showing us what we are supposed to be doing here and how we can have the biggest impact. So all of these lessons wrapped up have shown me the path to freedom, joy, fulfillment again. And I'm beyond grateful for the lessons.
and beyond grateful. I hope that this message has made sense. I hope this story, I hope you've enjoyed this story and how I've shared it because this is vulnerability is core. I am now sharing it all on my own podcast, which is a great place. It's a great space to do it. If you want the more detailed breakdown and story, it's all in my social media. And I went day by day for seven days. I'm grateful for the lessons of radical responsibility. I really am. They have given me my life back. They've saved my life and they've allowed me to show others what is possible. And that is literally what I do. So on that, the Radical Responsibility Mastermind is opening up. The doors are officially open now. And we are looking to partner with 15 women who have a story that they are, they want to build a business and make an impact. They must feel that feeling that I'm supposed to do something with the story and make an impact. And they want to pay it forward. So they really do have that mindset and that feeling. They want to build a business. And so that how we do that is we extract the lessons that we've learned on our journey and we use them there at the spokes of our wheelhouse. And that is how we build our business. See, we have to be authentic when we build our business. It must be built on things that we have learned firsthand. It's not based on what we read in a book only or based on what our friends went through. It's got to be something that it hits home to us. So extracting those lessons, then building that entire self-care piece of letting go of shame, judgment, all of those things to be able to build that courage to share our stories and the lessons from our stories. And then we dive into all things business, social media, um, our content buckets. What's my platform? Is it podcasting? Is it coaching? Is it speaking? Is it writing a book? Where do I want to go? These are the ground levels to help you build your business and I have everything right now. I've got like one of my clients just had a, just try a $10,000 week, which is insane. I'm so excited about this. And if you knew her backstory, it's, it's just so, it's just even more powerful. I have somebody who was so afraid of speaking, so afraid of sharing her story and speaking. Yes, she felt called to it, who is now running this really cool Facebook group, as well as teaching in my program and sharing about speaking. So we can overcome and create massive, massive change in our lives. And if this is for you, you want to get in because this group is just wrapping up. I will be so sad to see them go because I've loved working with them so closely. We spend a lot of time together in that 12 weeks to get their businesses launched up and running. And I'm just so grateful for being as part of their journey and on this journey with all of you. If it lands at the comments, you can go to the application in the show notes in order to apply and set up your call. Or you can pass it on to someone else who it might speak to. Oh, thank you for letting me share my versions, my stories of radical responsibility and how it has changed my life and for so much better and brought so many of you into it. And I'm so grateful for that. So on that, I hope you have an incredible day. I hope the messages land and I hope that you are finding areas in your life where you actually can take radical responsibility and own your choices because they ultimately lead to owning your life. Have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. 
I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.